everybody, and welcome back to the Morning Moxie Show. I'm Melissa Sharp, your host, and today we have a great interview. This is part one, really of three parts, of Bill Johnson being interviewed about the theology of sickness. And I love this because so many times people believe that it isn't God's desire or His will for healing to take place, that we're to suffer and that we just have to deal with it because that's just something that God has allowed for us to suffer and endure to bring us closer to Him and, you know, whatever it is. But Jesus never once went around and said, sorry, I'm not going to heal you. You need to suffer more. And then when you have suffered enough and learned your lesson, I'm going to come around and heal you. He's never done that. And Jesus is God in the flesh. And so we've got to stop believing these things that we have kind of made up as human beings or we've accepted as a religious belief because basically we create this theology because we don't see healing like we should in the Christian church. So we have to explain it away. Well, it must be God's will or it must be this or whatever, instead of actually taking God's word at what it says. This is a great interview. It's part one of three parts. Here's Bill. So do you believe that it's God's will to heal everyone? Is that like Bethel standard teaching or? A <laughs> I, I have to approach that it is. I have to approach that it's always God's will. And, uh, and my lead on that is everybody the Father sent Jesus to, he healed. Everyone who came to Jesus, he healed. Even, even the Syrophoenician woman, the one who would have been disqualified uh, because she wasn't, uh, wasn't a Jew. Yeah. He still was moved by her faith and healed her. So in following him, I have to take that approach. Mm-hmm. I have had two exceptions that I can think of. Yeah. Uh, one I've been praying, uh, one, uh, one lady, as I was praying for, I could tell, you know, when, when you walk... When you walk sensitive to the Holy Spirit, you don't want to grieve, you don't want to quench. You're you're in that, you know, okay. you walk in that road in a relationship with him. I could tell that if I prayed for healing, it would grieve him. Mm. And and so, so it was a different idea. It wasn't like if, if it's your Lord, if it's your will. Oh, no, or, no. no. So no, it's I, not I like that. Um, having that um, in your prayer or in your thought life. Because in your, th- it's like practical theology, like you approach everybody like, the Lord's going to move right now. Yeah, yeah. And I can't pray if it's your will, because for me, that's a prayer of unbelief. Okay. Because he's already revealed to me it is his will. In his provision for healing, and personally, I use Isaiah 53, but you can, you know, you can come at it from many different angles. It's an aspect of the kingdom, which is a present reality. Uh, Jesus made provision for it. So I have to, I have to pursue it in that light. Mm-hmm. And then, but in, in my, you know, it's appointed unto man to die. So there yeah. is a point of death. And uh, I, I don't know that that should be the subject now, but uh, yeah. uh, but uh, I remember praying for this lady. I was uh, visiting, I was, it was a mother of one of our staff members. And, uh, and I was in, she had been sick for a while. And as I was praying for her, I could tell she's supposed to go home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's supposed to go home. That's an awkward. That's an awkward moment. It, it, it's not as a pastor because we're in those situations yeah. Yeah. often. But to to pray for that is is a bit awkward for me. I, I mean, I, I don't have the impartation of death, you know. Yes, to, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but to pray, Father, I, I I just pray that you just fill it with peace and yeah. that and that 
in your perfect timing, you would take her home. She went home within, I think, two hours. Wow. She had been sick for a while. So there was something that took place just, I, I don't know. It was more like maybe releasing. You know, the, sometimes people will hold on because of a sense of obligation or whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know how any of that works, so that's that's way above my pay grade. Yeah. But yeah. but there was that that prayer of blessing and release, and and the Lord took her home. So it's intriguing to me though, because you like even though if you don't have it, if it's your will, but you do have the I will keep listening to the Holy Spirit oh, yeah. voice as I'm moving in my prayer for this person, Absolutely. and so it's not quite a formula. Every once in a while, it feels a bit like that. Like we we kind of say. Just assume God wants to heal everybody because that was the model of Jesus. And so I think when we're talking to students, we're like, yeah, just have confidence. The Lord wants to to uh, heal everyone. Yes, yes. But you're modeling a little bit of like, so have faith, move in confidence, but keep listening. Well, uh, I yes, absolutely. Okay. But but my listening isn't solved. <laughs> Is it going to happen? I, yes I, or no? <laughs> it's not so I can figure out do they die or do they live. It's, yeah, okay. you know, it's not that. It's I'm listening because what what do you do? Yeah. Because sometimes I'll be praying for somebody and I can tell, oh, they need to forgive someone. Mm. And so I won't accuse them. I I, I won't. Do, I say you have unforgiveness. I won't do that. Right. I'll right. I'll just say hey, just out of curiosity. Uh, sometimes this helps us to to mm -hmm. see somebody get healed. Um, can you think of anyone that you need to forgive? And I've had people say, oh yeah. And I said, well, who who would that be? And so they'll 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 tell me. And I I don't ask for great detail because sure. I, I I don't need to embarrass anybody. Mm -hmm. But I say, how about we forgive them? And, and I've seen it time and time again. Wow. They say, okay. And they forgive them, and then they're healed. So I'm listening, not, not to see if they live or die, because yeah. yeah. I expect them to live. I just want to know what do I, what do you want what, me to do? What are do? you up to? What, yeah, yeah. What, you know, Jesus. At one point, he just declares the word: "Go home, your servant is is, yeah. is alive. He's yeah. well." Uh, to another, uh, you know, uh, go wash in a pool of Siloam. You know, there's different directives at different times, and uh, and I've had moments in in a. It, it, where I've given somebody a direction, uh, somebody who's missing a part of a muscle in their leg. Mm -hmm. And I said, just walk to the back and then come and see me. And by the time they got to the back and came back to see me, it, the, the Lord had had uh, done that miracle. Wow. So it, there was an action that was needed uh, for faith to be illustrated. Mm -hmm. It wasn't some noble act. You know, I'm not yeah. asking some guy to jump on his broken ankle. That's That's... That's not necessary. That's mm -hmm. showmanship, and we don't need that. Mm -hmm. But what we do need is to give people a, an action to connect their faith to. And, uh, and, and I've seen it time and time again. Uh, it may be the forgiveness issue. It may be uh, just a simple act of some sort. But, uh, but even the forgiveness, but, you don't use it as a formula. Like, no, I, I, it's, no. it's, you're probably sick because you have unforgiveness. No. Like it, it's not that. No. It's you're listening for the no. leading of the Holy Spirit in that moment. What's the step of growth and transformation for this beloved person that's in front of you? Exactly. How can I help? How can I be part? So exactly. Does, does, Jesus didn't use that formula. That's the reason I don't. Yeah. He, he didn't start he there did, ever. Didn't, <laughs> no, he didn't have that as a cookie-cutter response. Yeah. You know, he didn't have a, a three, four steps that he went through with each person. He, he did different. So I'm just trying to learn that. Yeah. yeah. So is it the role of faith then? Like how is someone not healed because they didn't have enough faith? Is that what is that like our standard line? Like you weren't healed because you didn't have enough faith. How does so? What's that relationship of faith? Faith and healing? is faith is an issue. I would never want to downplay it because Jesus honored it. You know when he saw it. You know mm -hmm. he said, "Man, I haven't seen such faith in all of Israel." Yeah. And so um, he would celebrate great faith. But the thing to remember is, even when he saw tiny, tiny faith, uh, like the guy who says, "If you can." Mm 
you know, yeah, when yeah, you question yeah, God's yeah. ability. When, <laughs> if you can, would you heal my son? Uh, Jesus turns the table. He says, if you can believe, all things are possible to those mm-hmm. who believe. So the point is, is that even where there was very small faith, he still brought the miracle, but he would address the level of faith before he did the miracle, I think, to give them access to move stronger in faith. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so, but no, we we don't, we will, discipline's maybe a hard word, but we will correct somebody on our team that mm-hmm. ever points to another person and says, you weren't healed because you didn't have faith. Yeah. That's cruel. Yeah. That's just cruel. Absolutely. And the scripture says it's the prayer of faith that heals the sick. Yeah. So it's not the person even who's coming. Sometimes I'll have people come and they say, man, I just don't even have faith for this. And there are times I feel, it's only happened a few times, but there are times I feel the presence of God, the word of the Lord in that moment so strong, I'll tell them, you don't have to have any faith. I have enough for both of us. Mm-hmm. I wish that was the standard, but it's not. It's just rare. <laughs> it's not, though. No, <laughs> I wish. But it, but I've had it happen. I've had yeah. it happen where I, yeah. I was so confident that God is on this moment. Yeah. that uh, And I know usually when people are evaluating their faith, they come up short always. Yeah. And so they yeah. don't always know how to look for faith in their own life. And so that's why I try to steer them away from it. I say, listen, I'll, I'll, I'll believe for both of us. Yeah. And it's not to turn attention towards me, obviously. Right. But listen, I'll, I'll stand for both of us. And then we'll see a miracle. Yeah. And so we never turn it uh, towards the person. I want them to have great faith, of totally. course. We all want to be growing in faith. And, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. But, I, but I'm not going to blame them for the outcome, mm-hmm. you know. We talk about sometimes that faith... The Lord, without faith, it's impossible to please God. So yeah. faith's in the equation somewhere. Like yeah. faith needs to be operating at some level. Yeah. But um, we, we talk about just it might be the prayer, it might be the prayee, it might be the environment. Yeah. And then we've all seen some unusual miracles when there's no faith. Like doesn't feel like we had much faith, doesn't feel like they had much faith, and the Lord moved. So even it's, kind of like demanding it's there doesn't seem to make a ton of sense in, in our practical experience yeah, where the exactly. Lord's moved when neither one expected much to happen. Exactly. <laughs> I, I treat faith like like I open a jar, whatever was in there just evaporated. So if I go look for faith in me, it's, it's just the wrong direction for me. Yeah. My approach is I can always obey. I can mm. always obey whatever he says. And have confidence in who he is. Exactly. Yeah, I, yeah. I, my obedience is based on who he is. Yeah. He's given me a direction. Put your hand on the blind eye. I can sense that's what I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I can always obey. At the end, I can look back and say, that took faith, or it's just raw obedience, or it's just, you know, the bottom line, it's always just the grace of God. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And I imagine it's a conversation with the Lord, too, because, I mean, once there's a miracle yeah. happens or it doesn't, it's like, Papa, what what was that about? What what happened there where you're trying to learn? Yeah. His ways yeah. in that moment, and then also what the Lord is up to in His multifaceted wisdom of you know, because yep. we've had folks who don't get healed in that moment, but weeks later, or yeah. you know, folks healed after eight years of, of of being prayed for. Yeah, and you're like, Papa, what? Why now? <laughs> yeah, I I I don't I don't ask why, but I want to learn what He's like. Okay, yeah. I don't I don't need an explanation. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not offended by a process. Mm-hmm. I, I, I stay as far away from that as I possibly can. I don't analyze the situation. Why did this happen now, not before, or whatever. I just I celebrate when it happens. If it doesn't, that's where enduring faith comes in. That was Bill Johnson, and you can find that on YouTube if you search under Bill Johnson, The Theology of Sickness and Healing, Rediscover Bethel. You can also find out more information about him at his website, BJM. 
Remember, God is for you. No matter where you are, no matter what you've done, He is for you and He loves you and He wants you to live a 320 life more than you can imagine. God bless you.